You're listening to the Biz Babes with Soul podcast with your host, Melody Spencer, a show where female entrepreneurs get radically honest about life and business. Today's episode is sponsored by Swiftly Social Digital Marketing. Swiftly Social helps people create a heart-centered digital marketing and Facebook ads strategy that gets you results. For a free video tutorial on how to grow your Facebook following by 10,000 or more, visit swiftlysocial.com. Hey guys, welcome to the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. I'm your host, Melody Spencer, and I'm so excited to have Stacey Brookman here today. So Stacey is also a fellow podcaster. And she is also an amazing, amazing uh, resilience and life storytelling expert, which I'm so excited to talk about that with her because that sounds just so cool to me. So (laughs) welcome, Stacey, to the show. Well, hi, Melody. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure. Yeah. So tell everybody uh, that doesn't know you a little bit more about you and what you do. Well, sure. Like you said, I am a resilience and life storytelling expert. I produce the Real Life Resilience podcast, but really the biggest thing that I do is I help smart, outwardly confident women who secretly have low self-esteem issues because they've been in an emotionally abusive partnership. I help them take back control and begin to develop the resilience they need to be themselves again. A lot of times when you're in a tough relationship, it might be a tough relationship. You might not really think of it as emotionally abusive. Uh, But if you've been in a tough relationship, you kind of lose yourself, you lose your uh, resilience, you're kind of beaten down. And I help these women, whether they're in or getting out of or already out of those relationships, uh, find joy, be resilient and live uh, just in a phenomenal life after that. Because there is there is life on the other side, and there is joy joyous life on the other side. So, I help them find that. That's amazing. Yeah. So, what has been your journey to get to where you are? So, did you? I'm guessing you have a story that goes along with that. (laughs) I do. (laughs) I have a tough life story. Um, Yes, I was married to a sociopath, and um, I don't. Like a lot of people say, oh, Trump is a sociopath or this or that or whatever. Um, He was a true clinical uh, diagnosed sociopath. Wow. And I didn't even know that word until I started getting a divorce from him. And I realized how extremely dangerous he was. Um, Just as a a few short examples, um, when we were separated uh, in when I was out of the house, he cut he came in, he snuck into my house, cut the wires on our heater and um, called Child Protective Services and said I wasn't providing heat. This was in Rochester, New York, in the middle of winter and oh said so providing heat for the kids. Um, he sabotaged the house we were trying to sell, to, you know, get to get out of the house and get rid of it. Um, sabotaged it when we had a contract, so we lost the contract. He tried to get me fired from my job. Um, he just... Um, they are very, very, very manipulative and extremely dangerous when you're trying to uh, get away from them. Um, they're emotionally damaging when you are with them. And um, so, yeah, it was tough. When I was in that tough time, um, I, 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 you know, when you're, it had been 10 years, 10 very tough years. And I was like, 
I'm going to stick it out. I'm strong. I can handle this. Mm-hmm. And for women out there, don't do that. You're not doing yourselves any yeah. favor. You are not being strong by staying. You're being strong by getting out. But anyway, um, you know, when you're under that much chronic stress and always trying to keep the wheels on the bus, he couldn't keep a job every six months. He was fired or just walked out. You know, I, I was trying to raise my two girls. I, uh, I, I'm like, I've got to have some sort of outlet that is not divorce, that is not craziness. And so I took a memoir and writing class and I would start writing the crazy things that happened to me that week. Part of it was my attorney said, write down the things you that's happening because some of the things that they do are is called gaslighting. They make you think you're crazy. They make you say, they make you think, um, oh, you didn't say that. Or yes, you did say that when you know you didn't. And then you're kind of questioning yourself. We can get into that later if you want. But um, I was, I needed that outlet. And so I was writing my stories and I brought them every Friday and we all read our stories out loud. And when I read my stories, they would laugh, they would cry, they would, uh, you know, it was evoking motion, emotion in my, you know, fellow class participants. And they loved my stories so much, they gave me a scholarship to come back the next semester. Wow. But what I realized when I was writing these out and being validated by other people is that I felt so much calmer. I felt so much more in charge. I felt so much more clarity with what was happening to me. I discovered my life theme, which I didn't care for. Um, I discovered like, okay, here's my part. I've played in it by accepting his behavior. Um, and, and I realized naturally the benefits of writing your life stories. So I started doing some research outside of that. Um, and there is a whole body of research around writing to heal, writing your life stories, writing the tough things that have happened to you in order to recover from them. Because what I found out is that traumatic memories are stored in a different part of your brain than regular memories. Mm -hmm. They are very sharp. They hide from you. And then when you're triggered, like, for instance, like uh, someone says, um, well, why did you do that? And then you're like instantly triggered. Um, Or you hear music or you smell a certain smell then those memories come flooding back. So what, what happens when you write out your tough stuff, although you're kind of reliving it and you're getting into the details, you find words and um, synonyms and verbs and things that were at what happened to you rather than them rolling around in your head. Mm-hmm. And then those memories are put in the place where regular memories are and they can fade. So it's incredibly helpful to and healthy to write your life in a certain about your life in a certain way and so that's what I teach people to do I'm like I've got I've got to tell everybody about this this is so awesome even if you're not a writer it works and um, so then I started my website I started teaching at the community college I started my podcast and uh, I just love doing that so much it's just really really fun so yeah I help that's how I help that's how I came into it I help women uh, to do that so what led you to turn this into a business? Like, so you went from, hey, I love writing to I'm going to make money doing this. <laughs> well, um, you know, it has been a side passion of mine. But, you know, I, I've worked in the corporate world. and I'm like, you know, what if I could help women and make money for mm-hmm. myself? What, you know, what if, you know, is that unethical? No, I don't think it is. It's not. 
And um, I know that this message needs to get out, and I know I can help far more people by um, by getting that word out. And if I could do that full time, then then I think that would be fabulous. I think I would reach far far more people. And so that's what I'm doing. That's amazing. So. What do you feel like has been your biggest uh, challenge as an entrepreneur and as like learning to to write your story and share that? Has it been really scary? And what what does that look like for you? Um, you know, writing my story. Once I did it in my class, it wasn't scary. Um, if uh, there are some people who can't. Like, you know, I write it, sometimes it's, it's more easy, and sometimes it's, it's, you know, the real raw stuff. For instance, you know, the, the inciting incident, when you're, when you're in writing in your story, you're like, what is the inciting incident? The inciting incident for me was when my youngest daughter wanted to get on our family computer, so I undid the password for her. She was uh, seven, six or seven years old, and um, up popped... Uh, my husband's email and he had a Craigslist confirmation. He was advertising himself on Craigslist for, as a sex toy for couples. And I'm like, I'm done. That's it. I'm not taking this anymore. I did my kids to emulate. I may think that this was a normal, you know, I, I didn't get out for myself. I got out because I did. It broke my heart to think that my kids would repeat the same type of relationship that I had. Mm-hmm. And they do. Kids will do that. And I did not want that for them. I wanted a better life for them. And so that was my inciting incident. And um, I'm sorry, I've, I've lost my place. What was your original question? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> um, what has been like your biggest challenge and your biggest ah, fear? Yeah. So yeah, it's not necessarily sharing my story because now I feel comfortable sharing once you kind of do that and you, and, and you do it with in a safe place, like a writing group or with um, friends who you really know have your back, once you share that in a safe place, then you get bolder and um, you start to discover really yourself and who you are and, and start to um, build up your support system. So probably the biggest thing that I've had to overcome is the technology part. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I have, to, I need to automate and I need, and if I can farm it out, I will. Um, I know a lot of people say when you're first starting a business, you need to do everything just so you know. And I agree to some extent, but um, I'm honestly, it took me more than two years to figure out how to videotape myself with the lighting the sound and everything and the recording all working right. I am not kidding. And I know other people can, Oh, like just take your phone and do it. But for, you know, the videos that I do for my courses and um, my webinar, my, you know, all kinds of my summit that I'm coming up, mm-hmm. it, it took me, it just took me that long. And I'm, I'm not ancient. I'm not technology stupid, but it's just like, Oh, you know, along with yeah. the email sequence and this and everything else. So, yeah, I would say that's the that's the toughest part. And it yeah. still remains. I mean, you, there's still new things to learn. No, I totally agree. That's part of what I do for my clients is I say, hey, like, let me take this off your shoulders because that's not what you love doing. And it's just taking yes. brain space that you need yeah. to use to focus on what you're good at. Exactly. I, I really think everybody has a zone of genius and 
techie things may not be your zone of genius and that's okay that doesn't make you lesser of a person right yeah and if it's blocking you if if for a month or two and you're not able to get past that milestone then farm it out find somebody to do it or or do you know minimum viable product do your minimum thing because i um i i did not launch my podcast for a long time i did not launch my course for a long time and but i could have done just the bare minimum, just to test out the waters or, you know, even if it wasn't, you know, beautiful, like you see on, you know, infomercials or anything Mm -hmm. like that, just get it out because you're going to have that learning curve anyway. Might as well get it out and start that learning curve quickly. Yeah, that's so true. So was it just the tech that was holding you back or was it just the fear of people seeing it or what, what, what was that for you? Um, you know, I, I think part of it were that was that I, um, I'm a big follower of Shalene Johnson. She's, mm-hmm. I'm a lifer. I love Shalene Johnson and I wanted to emulate her and I wanted her perfectly white videos or perfect makeup and hair and perfect everything. And of course she has a huge tribe behind her that helps her do that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, and I just couldn't figure it out. And I'm like, I would attempt every couple of weeks to video and, and watch YouTube and, and you know, I bought all kinds of equipment, but you know what? Just get started because that's, I, I didn't, I didn't get started. I have, I've had some lighting systems for two years, actually two and a half, maybe even three years that I have had not used until recently, until this year, <laughs> 2018. And um, so now I'm using it because I've figured it out. Actually, I went to a meetup group in, uh, in my city and I saw it was on video production. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go there. I made more progress going twice to that meetup than I did in the previous two years. Yeah, I've found sometimes the greatest thing you can do is just ask for help. Just be like, hey, does anybody know how to do this? I'm confused on this. Because most people, most people are are helpful and nice and they want to give advice. Or some people will do it for free. Right, exactly. Or find somebody else just starting out. You can use your superpowers to help them and they can use their superpowers to help you. So yeah, ladies listening, don't let these little things uh, keep you from doing things. Like even Mm -hmm. for me, I am trying to launch a new program and I was switching landing page providers and my payment wasn't working correctly. And I was like, ugh, I can't get these buttons to work. And I almost just scrapped the whole thing because I couldn't get one little thing to work. And I was like, nope, I'm just going to promote it and just say, if you want it, I'll send you an invoice manually until I figure that out. Like, don't let stupid things baby steps. Yeah. Yeah, take baby steps. As long as every day you're taking one little baby step, don't beat yourself up over not doing the, accomplishing the things you had planned out that week. If you are moving forward, even incrementally, you're doing great. Give yourself a pat on the back. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit more about uh, your courses and all that, that you're doing, the ways people can work with you. Yeah. So um, I'm at stacybrookman.com and that's S-T-A-C-Y brookman.com. And so I have uh, some courses that are, uh, I have a a webinar, the um, four simple proven methods to writing the first chapter of your story in just seven days. So if you go on that webinar, you will find that in seven days, you'll have the first chapter. And that's whether you want to write a book or not. That's just to get you started writing. 
And um, you'll find out even if you don't like writing, this is not your, you know, eighth grade English course. No, <laughs> this is not, this is messy. This is, oh, it's okay to be messy. And so I, I jumpstart people with that. I have a um, one day course. It's real simple. It's only $15. And it's the art of, of um, writing a story you never want to publish. And that's about trauma and writing about the trauma that have you've experienced in your lives, because pretty much none of us escape childhood without some sort of trauma. Yeah. It affects what we do as adults. And we, you know, that's, that's how we get into trauma as adults is, is because we are doing things that we were learned in childhood. Um, so that's just $15, but I am most, most excited about um, my upcoming summit when that's at emotional summit.com. And that is where I am interviewing over 40 experts on emotional abuse, recovery, and resilience. So if you know of somebody who has ever been in a tough relationship or you're in a tough relationship or have been in the past, you're going to want to uh, get in on this. It's free um, while for September 1st through the 12th. And then you can also purchase an all access pass. But um, I dive deep into what is emotional abuse? How do you know if you have been in an emotionally abusive relationship? Um, what is the science of happiness? How do you build your support system? What is the science of resilience? Um, how do you go to court with somebody who's an abuser? Um, all, I mean, just a gamut from soup to nuts. And those have been the most fascinating interviews. I have learned a lot even uh, over the last couple of months interviewing these folks. And it, it is just fascinating. And so um, I would say take advantage of that. That's at emotionalabusesummit.com. That's great. And I'm also on social media too. I think that's definitely needed, especially right now with all the chatter about like the Me Too movement. I feel like that mm, is right. so, so needed. And yeah, and I, I love summits too. I think summits are an amazing way to really connect with many, many experts. So right. That's exciting that you're doing that. And I really am going to be cheering you on from the sidelines because I think yeah. that's going to be an amazing resource for other women for sure. Thank you. Well, I just interviewed someone, uh, let's see, two days ago, I interviewed two women on self-compassion and oh. uh, becoming a self-compassionate person. You know, I think a lot of our internal problems and our external problems, like I never felt really comfortable in my own skin. I always felt, even though I was a professional woman and, you know, I would get job promotions. I just never felt really comfortable. And, and, and part of it is because I was not self-compassionate to all the things that had happened or, you know, I, I wasn't um, accepting, hey, you know, I can be good at something and I can get, you know, accolades from people and that's okay. And, and I wasn't comfortable with that. But I love, I love, love, love that. But there's also one on music to grieve to why listening to sad music can make you feel better. I've got an expert on that because sometimes when things are not going right in our lives, you know, I don't know if you've ever turned on the radio and just, you know, or wish that same song would come on over and over and over again. There's kind of a reason for that in our brains. And, um, and so, yeah, I have re I've just kind of now considered interviewing my superpower. I love interviewing people <laughs> and finding their superpowers and digging deep with them. And, and so it's been really fun. No, I completely agree. I, you know, I went to a workshop a few weeks ago with my business coach and she was asking us what she thought our mission 
was in life. Mm -hmm. And I really felt like my mission was to bear witness to women's stories to, Uh, to like hear their stories, let them speak things and stay their truth. Because a lot of times we don't, we're not allowed to say our truth. We're not allowed to share our stories. We have to kind of mold ourselves to be whatever we think the person beside us thinks we are. Mm, Yes. So true. So I totally get that. I think we're, we're on the same wavelength. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm glad you made the choice to do that, you know, because so many of us just hold back and you're, you know, you just, you're afraid of what other people will say. And, um, you know, that's what I love helping people figure out, you know what, I'm okay. If I say that I'm okay. If other people don't like what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. I'm okay with it. And, um, you know, just kind of, like you said, share their story and own, own their story. Yeah. Until they discover what their story is, they can't share it out. They can't own it. Yeah. And, And so, yeah. Absolutely. Well, before we close up this interview, do you have one piece of advice for a woman listening who, you know, wants to get started in business or just wants a little encouragement to do something new? What would you say to her? I would say the world needs your voice. The world needs what you have to offer. So get started. Mm, I love that. I would say, even if it's little itty bitty baby steps, get started. Yeah. Now, don't wait two years from now. Two years from now, your your future self is going to either thank you or not thank you for what you're doing today. So um, get started so your future self can thank you for it. <laughs> That's so true. Well, it's been so lovely to chat with you, Stacy. Thank you again for being on the show. Yeah, Melody, thanks for inviting me. And I'm really excited about your next episodes and and all to see all that you're going to do this year. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for joining me for the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. To learn more about me, Melody Spencer, and the show, please visit swiftlysocial.com.